What's up, guys? How you doing? I'm Paul. I'm Morgan. And today, we got some assumptions. It's an assumptions video where we're getting vulnerable. We're getting honest. You guys may learn some stuff about us that is not common knowledge. After watching this video, you may know stuff that the rest of the internet doesn't. <laughs> that even our own family doesn't know. I honestly wouldn't be that surprised <laughs> if something comes out today that our own dear mothers don't know. <laughs> Oh, well, let's find out. But first, if you're new here, make sure you subscribe to this channel. We give commentary on culture, social issues, and faith to help you be in the world. And of the word. And shout out to our patrons for being the fuel that keeps this channel running. Seriously, you guys are awesome. We got a patron-only Zoom call coming up. We'll let you guys know when that is here in the near future. And also, like I shared two weeks ago, we're doing a test trial where we are, when we trim off like the main part of this video and then we go on to do a Q&A that typically is trimmed. We're posting that to Patreon so you guys will be able to see the rest of the Q&A, especially if you missed it live. All right, Morgan, I don't. I, we posted this to Instagram. We said, guys, don't hold back. Hit us with the assumptions about us. We're doing a video today. We got some good ones here. Yeah, part of me wishes that we had like asked this yesterday so that we had a full 24 hours of assumptions coming in because like sometimes the real juicy ones come in later but there's some good ones there's definitely some good ones okay well so let's get to it let's go why don't you just uh just pick one to start us out, start us out with all right i assume morgan does more of the leading than paul more of the leading than tell me. them babe Tell them. Do the arm thing. <laughs> mm. You know what? I was actually asking one of the pastors at our church wow. about his first year of marriage. And gotcha. he brought up, and I, I'm saying this because I think this is kind of where I fall. He brought up and he said, naturally, Paul, left to myself, I'm more of a go with the flow kind of a follower. He was, I think he was kind of talking about like his wife was more of the, the <laughs> initiator leader. Maybe. I would say that is kind of our uh -huh. overall, not with everything, but overall. Yeah. Yeah. Paul's just very chill. And so like, yes, maybe I make more decisions. Morgan's a little higher <laughs> uh, strung, a little <laughs> higher strung. <laughs> but even in decisions that I make, like I feel like I've grown in this area of like coming to Paul and being, even if it's like something little. Just being like, does that sound good to you? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, cool. Dude, seriously, like we've come a long way in this area. Cause it was, there were some, there were some tough times. And I, and I, as <laughs> the man, even though my inclination and some of you men watching the live stream that are wanting to get married or are married, you know, we may just be a little more like, I'd rather not mm -hmm. be the the spiritual leader of the house or just the the leader of the family. But we got to step up. We got to step up in love. Paul is definitely the leader, but I just have a bigger leading personality, if that makes sense. There you go. Comment in the comment in the comment section. Let us know if you guys know what we're talking about, if you can relate to that. Next question. <laughs> All right. Paul is more sensitive than Morgan. <laughs> I want to know because our friend asked us this, and I want to know if he thinks that this is real or if he just said it to say it. <laughs> you know who you are. Let me know. <laughs> What do you think, Morgan? Mm. You are more you're you're more passionate 
about yeah. more things. Yeah. You're just your natural. Uh huh. But there are some things though that he is very sensitive to that I'm like, what? <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. I think we have a balance of things that he's sensitive in, I'm not, and things that I'm sensitive in, he's not. Fair enough. <laughs> and that we can encourage one another and be like, it's okay. She was having to encourage me today when I was having to make <laughs> phone calls about financial car stuff. She came and she consoled me. That's where I start getting, oh, the world is crashing. Yeah. And I'm just like, just give her your VIN number, buddy. <laughs> All right. Okay. <sighs> what? What do you got? <laughs> what's the long pause for? All right. This next assumption. The only reason I'm going to answer this is because it's been asked a lot. Oh, I know. It's a lot, lot. All right. Time to sober up. And <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and address it. But I want to address it obviously in a God honoring way. And I don't want anyone to think anything yeah, just whatever. So, anywho, the assumption is I assume that you and Hannah Williamson are no longer friends. So, this has been asked a lot, like I said. Um, I have nothing but love for Hannah, and I know she feels the same way, um, but we are no longer friends. And I know, like, people would love the details and things, but I don't think that that's necessary. She is still a sister in Christ. Yes. We still believe her ministry is doing great things. And we wish and pray nothing but the best for her ministry and her life. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Friendships we're, come and go, right? Well, you said we're no longer friends. Like, that immediately is, like, that just sounds pretty, pretty mm -hmm. harsh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like again it's we're sisters in christ but are we walking in life together on a daily basis like we once were no we're not and it was a really hard separation <laughs> it, all of you guys i'm sure have like gone separate ways from friends before you know that feeling it almost feels like a breakup <laughs> but um yeah so and, and the <laughs> A, bit, a large reason we, we brought it up in this video, we've been asked about it a number of times. We've had a number of people comment mm -hmm. on just right, like video from last week. They right. just, or whatever, they comment and say, you know, where, where's Hannah Williamson been? Or in our DMs, hey, I haven't noticed Hannah Williamson because she's been in several of our videos from back when, and we're just trying to figure out how to navigate it. It's This is a new thing to navigate a public friendship that no longer is what it used to be and yeah. so I, I feel like there's it's, it is appropriate to at least mention it we could go into more details um but kind of like morgan said the the paths that we're on and it's hard anytime you have like a long distance friendship it's it's challenging and you really have to be invested and um it, it just it got to a point about a close to a year ago where it just uh there was kind of a a, a split and uh, but like Morgan said, we still love her and we still bless her in the Lord. Bless what she's doing. Yes. All right. So from now on, I'll direct people to this video if they ever ask. Huh. All right. Next assumption. I assume Paul has never changed a diaper. 
I've never changed a diaper in my life. He hasn't. <laughs> Morgan, does that like, like, is changing a diaper going to be something? Here's my assumption. Mm-hmm. It's going to be something that it's like, oh, okay, I'm it's, blah, a little getting used to like with the poo-poo and stuff, but I'm just going to own it. I'm going to wipe the poop away, change the diaper, and then after a couple times, I'll be a pro. Yeah. I think there are a lot of men, honestly, that went their whole lives never changing a diaper until their child came along. So I don't think that that's that uncommon. Um, But yes, Paul has never changed a diaper. (laughs) All right. I assume that you sometimes wish you had a normal job. Morgan, why don't you start answering this? Because, yeah, you start. It's interesting because, well, like, Paul and I will talk about it sometimes about how, like, you know, some, all of our friends have normal jobs, whatever, like, nine to fives, working for the man, whatever, and, like, they'll talk, be talking to us or we'll share just, like, how our day was or, or what we've been up to work-wise, and it just, like, to them, they're just, like, what? <laughs> and then when they're sharing about something, I'm, like, oh, you have to deal with that? (laughs) It's just interesting. So I'm super, super thankful for what we do here online and beyond. And like, I just praise God for that because I do not ever want to go back to a nine to five. But every now and again, I am like, would life be easier if I just worked an office job? The answer is probably yes. <laughs> YouTube has some very unique challenges, no doubt about it, as you guys have heard us articulate in past videos and uh, getting getting hate and stuff like that. And sometimes, like you just said, it would be nice to have like a boss. Yeah. Just tell us what to do. <laughs> They're just telling us what to do. But, you know, I was on a walk maybe two days ago and I thought to myself, I know it was last night and I was like, I love being able to have people, just online friends that are along, just like along for the ride of life mm-hmm. that, that are interested in what I have to say or just what's going on in life. And that, that's just an awesome thing, like such a blessing, along with so many other blessings that YouTube provides. So I... I, I don't know where else I would go. Like, I, yeah, this is my sweet spot. We sit and think about that sometimes. And I'm like, there's nowhere else I'm supposed to be. Like, right here. <laughs> All right. Hey, if you guys are enjoying this, give it a thumbs up. Help the algorithms. Thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up as we get to the next question. What do you got for us, Morgo? Um, let's see. Did I mean to do this one? Or did I want to do this one? That one? Um, that's a really interesting one. You know, let's just tackle it. Alright, I assume if one of you left the faith, you would still stay together. Hmm. The answer would be, let's look and see what the Bible says. We see some pretty clear scripture from the Apostle Paul saying, if a wife is married to an unbelieving husband, show that husband the love of Christ in hopes that he will come back to like the faith. Same with vice versa. Um, it talks about if if that unbelieving spouse leaves you, what to do. So we're just 
we're just gonna go with that. I mean, I'm I'm not going anywhere. It would all be very sad. Yeah, it'd be very sad. And obviously, if like one of us left the faith and then started living like in sin to the point of like committing adultery or something like that like that's a whole nother story but just like saying i don't believe in god anymore like yeah that would not cause me to that would be tough you stop going to church with me that'd be insane i can't even imagine that (laughs) let's see uh i assume paul will be squeamish when it comes to baby bodily fluids <laughs> already address the baby bodily fluids by changing a diaper i'm gonna step up and take it like a man but let me just tell you if luca pees on paul <laughs> here's gonna be the bigger thing getting stuff on your clothes i, I just i i like clean clothes so if suddenly like it's hitting me from all sides i'm just gonna be like ah. Oh. Another hitting you from all sides. <laughs> I just I like clean clothes, but ladies, calm down. Oh, Paul is so blah blah blah. He's gonna struggle so much. <laughs> I'm gonna step up to the plate and do my best. It might be a little bit of a challenge, yes. But maybe he'll just be so in love with Luca. He like will be like, please, I want your puke on me. <laughs> I want to wear it as a style icon. <laughs> All right, here's an interesting one. I assume that you guys lean more towards the reformed. (laughs) Lean more towards the reformed. I'm assuming that most of you all watching have some idea. Reformed, over kind of more over here. Charismatic or really charismatic, more over here. That spectrum. Comment below. Well, I'd say it's like reform, charismatic, hyper charismatic, and then there's like even more intense on the reform side, maybe like, even more like intense on the hyper charismatic. Super Calvinist. Yeah. Yeah. Comment, uh, let us know in the comments where do you guys fall on that spectrum without like causing this heated like division. I think it's fair to say where you fall as of right now. And for us, I still say that I'm charismatic with a seatbelt on like there's a, like Ruslan. yeah there's a lot of overlaps <laughs> Ruslan says i'm charismatic with a seatbelt on i like that i do actually like that charismatic with a seatbelt i think you guys can kind of get an idea of what that means yeah. but i would say we have from maybe two years ago moved a little closer to some reformed ways of thinking without saying publicly we are reformed because we're not like no there there is a lot of reform doctrine that we don't that we're just kind of like we're not quite comfortable to to jump into that camp yeah so we're in yeah spectrum here (laughs) we're balanced perfectly (laughs) yep definitely um yeah comment below though i'd be curious to see how you guys would describe yourself in regards to denomination or doctrine if you're able to say it in like a short paragraph, it's a lot. Um, all right, here's one. I assume that SEX, trying to get demonetized here, is different in pregnancy. I know it was or is for me. Haha. <laughs> different in pregnancy, intimacy. The answer is yes. It is. I mean, she's got a <laughs> belly popping out. I got a big old belly. We gotta. 
reconfigure something. We got to reconfigure, <laughs> and there's, you know, it, it, it. Let's just say, without getting too graphic, <laughs> right? There is a baby that is kind of his appendages and so forth are pushing in to the normal. Um, oh. they're, they're crowding the <laughs> oven space. They're crowding the cave in oh ways. That, I'm sorry. That's gracious. Cut it. Edit it. <laughs> I Edit. can't. This is live, buddy. <laughs> Ooh, this is what y'all get with our live Because <laughs> that would have 100% been edited out. <laughs> okay. That, that's fine. the question. That's the question. It's fine. More Christians need to talk about this because y'all just have no idea sometimes, and it's fine. Lord, use us. <laughs> um. Yep. So yes, it, intimacy is different in pregnancy, but it's still good. I, I'll be honest, Morgan. <laughs> here was kind of a fear that I had. Yeah. In my mind, for for some reason. And maybe I had heard like a horror story, but I was thinking, okay, Morgan's, she's going to get bigger. We're going to get closer to, to giving birth and, and having sexual intimacy is going to become almost non-existent. But I think what I was kind of thinking of in my mind was actually like right after giving birth. Right. Yeah. That's, yeah, you ain't such me. <laughs> For just the time. Don't worry, babe. You have a week. <laughs> oh, no. People are going to be so mad at you for saying that. <laughs> uh, no, I realize it's going to be a process. <laughs> it's going to be a process of getting back. But no, that's what I, for whatever reason, that was, I was like, oh, man. S-S-S-X. I mean, maybe when I'm like two, like I'm 38 weeks, I might, it might be a little less than what it was, but yeah. You, you know, that's, that's marriage for you. It's communication. <laughs> communication. Okay. Can we move on? Uh, um, <laughs> let's see. Okay. Here's an interesting one. All right. Collect ourselves. Morgan, gather yourself. Got it. I assume... You've never personally been friends with a gay person or gotten to know slash understand them. A lot of people assume that. It's interesting. (laughs) I mean, only one person wrote that in, but I'm just saying, I feel like there's a good amount of people out there thinking we've never experienced a relationship. Have you ever seen a gay person? (laughs) Only on TV. That's what I thought. No, I think I've shared this story before, and I won't share the story, but I think I've talked about it before on this channel. Um, I had a friend in high school. I was still thinking back on the intimacy question. move on, buddy. All right. (laughs) I had a friend in high school that I was very, very close to. We were best friends. um, Come come out to me. um, And that was, yeah, like, I walked with them for a while in friendship after that and then we just went our separate ways because they moved away but uh and then yes i i yes i have met and spent hours talking with and walking with and living life with people who have struggled with homosexuality or lived in homosexuality so yeah yeah i mean thinking back I, as I'm like thinking right now, do I have a, a 
gay person that's close with me in life? I don't think so. Um, but I can think of several instances in the past where I, I feel like I've been close on some level. Um, one person in particular uh, that I did some modeling with. <laughs> Sounds funny. <laughs> Stereotype of models. There's lots of straight models. Yeah. But in the small towns, <laughs> there tends to be more. In the small towns? In the small towns, I've noticed it tends to be more. The gay guys tend to be more of the modeling type. <laughs> no, that's not necessarily true at all. That's not necessarily true at all. <laughs> okay, clearly he's got no experience. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hold on. No, but when I was modeling more, um, I had a gay friend model with me, and we were pretty close. He came to my graduation party. And when you went to L.A. When I went out to L.A., um, I you went to hair school. You were friends with. So yeah, I mean, I've 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 been close with at least. Uh, one or two and then had plenty of acquaintances and you know that's an interesting thing I, I wanted to just be there and love them and live life with them and look for opportunities and when opportunities came uh, I would have the harder conversations with them and I would share what I believe and what I believe um, I, that I would share that I believe what the Bible says and I would quote scripture read scripture like I didn't shy away from that mm -hmm. um, I would I let them know but nevertheless I, I did really desire to just love them and be there for them yep let's see um okay i assume you pray in tongues morgan i think this is a cool question for right now because we've we've made a couple i think two videos now mm -hmm. on speaking in tongues but i don't think we've actually touched on this since we made the video why we are no longer or leaving the hyper charismatic the hyper charismatic or why we're no longer hyper charismatic i don't yeah. think we've touched on this so i would be curious to hear just kind of an up-to-date on you and I'll share mine. It is so interesting because literally like two nights ago, I was thinking about it and I was like, man, remember when like we went to churches and just like we're in groups that like really pushed that, encouraged that of like speaking in tongues, praying in tongues. It's such a big deal. You have to do that for your spiritual life. and Yeah, your spiritual life is not as vibrant as it would be if you spoke in tongues. Yeah. And I really, honestly, I haven't prayed in tongues in a while. Really? Okay, yeah. I, haven't, I haven't asked you about this. This I is real-time convo here. Yeah, I haven't, but I feel like my walk with God is the deepest that it's ever been. This in is interesting. In the past year, I've felt like my walk with God is the deepest that it's ever been. And so I was praying about it two nights ago when I was like, Lord, like I haven't spoken in tongues in a long time. Like, are you disappointed in me? Or do you wish that like, <laughs> obviously God's not up there like, I wish Morgan speak in tongues. But I'm like, you know, should I be speaking in tongues more often? Should I bring that back into my life on a regular? And I, I'm still thinking on it. I don't know. I don't think it's a bad thing. I don't think it's a necessary thing. There is some people who, Marcus Rogers being one public Christian figure, who put an incredible emphasis on tongues. Mm -hmm. um, hmm. And when we made a video actually with Hannah Williamson and uh, a friend probably a year and a half yeah, closer two to years, maybe two, two years ago and it's still up on the channel, but I think tongues were pretty stinking emphasized in that video for like, if you want a very vibrant, mm -hmm. passionate, 
prayer life and passionate walk with the Lord, tongues was a significant part in that. So to hear you say now that you haven't spoken in tongues in a while is interesting, but then it's interesting for myself. And comment below, you guys. Um, leave your comment. Where are you at with tongues? And what's what's it, if you do speak in tongues, what's that look like for your personal um, you know, spiritual life? Yeah. Now, if I weren't praying at all to God, that would be an issue. And like, I would notice that in my day to day life. And I feel like people would notice like something's wrong with Morgan because I don't have a powerful prayer time with the Lord. But that's not the case. I still talk to God on a regular basis. And like, even in my prayer about praying in tongues, and should I like bring that back into my walk? I just felt like I still very much, you know how it says like, there's a verse or maybe a few verses that talk about like when you no longer know what to say, like let the spirit speak for you in moans and groans and whatever. Oh, you're thinking of the verse in Romans 8. Yeah. The it, spirit intercedes for the saints with groans that words cannot express. I think there is some interpretation of what that actually means. Is that yeah. tongues or not? But Yeah, and I was kind of like thinking like I don't – Maybe it is tongues, but for me in my past like year or so of life, I feel like I have allowed the spirit to like speak to the Lord when I just don't know what to say. And it's literally like I'm just sitting there on the floor, maybe just crying or like maybe just like in silence. But like I feel like that like I'm still in prayer and in deep thought and that my Holy Spirit within me is speaking to the Lord. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. It's interesting. So My quick answer would be um, I do not speak in tongues as often as I did two years ago, but I was speaking in tongues during my prayer time yesterday. So I still look at it as kind of an overflow of, of passionate prayer, mm -hmm. and that's a blessing. Mm -hmm. Where am I at right now? Do I think that tongues is like this super important tool? I don't speak in tongues often, so I would say maybe not, but that's just where I'm at. Like I'm I'm open to hearing. I'm open I genuinely am open to hearing people advocate for Paul. Here's why you should be doing it a lot more. That's just where I'm at right now. And you heard where Morgan is at. Um, that's an interesting one. Seriously, comment below, you guys, and let us know your thoughts on that. Yes. Uh, I'm just, let's just go ahead and, okay. Two more, two more. I assume you read the Bible every day for at least an hour and talk about Jesus at each meal. Every single meal we are talking about Jesus. <laughs> no, I genuinely, I'm, to the tongues question, I, I'm, I'm excited and when we when we hop he keeps, off, like sticking on to the. I know the because side. these are like big questions. Like that's a that's a whole video, easy. You know, that's a <laughs> yes. whole video. It's true. Um, when we hop off and finish these up, and then jump into our live Q and A, I, I want to hear your all's thoughts on that. Yeah. Um. So no, I don't spend an hour reading the Bible every day, and we do not talk about Jesus every single meal. Um, we, we, two we, of our meals, we don't even like eat with one another, really. <laughs> we normally just eat with each other one one meal a day. Yeah, dinner. <laughs> um, but we're definitely in the Word almost every day, if not every day. And we talk about Jesus a lot <laughs> in our lives and just like what the Lord's doing and just God and 
thoughts that we're having, whatever. Um, I don't know. It's interesting because I was telling a friend recently, like, this thought and this pressure that we need to be in the Word every day and it has to be an hour long or an hour and a half long or 30 minutes of reading and 30 minutes of prayer. Like, you have, it has to look like this. And I was telling her, like, I had that pressure on my life for a very long time, like, in marriage, thinking about, like, my quiet time. I was like, oh, I gotta, like, spend time with God and it has to be an hour long or two hours long, whatever, for it to be enough. And then I just remember, like, Paul casually just mentioning, like, his prayer time and, like, Bible time being, like, seven minutes long that day. And I was like, seven minutes long he's like yeah i just set my timer for seven minutes and i read and i prayed and then i lived my life and i was like probably seven minutes of bible time and then like seven seven minutes of prayer time yes and i just like was amazed by that because to me i was like huh i am putting all this pressure to be in the word every day for an hour or longer and I'm not doing it like I'm not able to succeed at that on a regular basis Paul does not have this pressure but he is in the word every day he prays every day like specific time and it's because he doesn't have this pressure and so I just started kind of doing that taking that pressure off of me of what Bible time and quiet time with the Lord had to look like. And now it's just so much, so much more achievable <laughs> and so much easier for me to get into the Word every day. I It always ends up being longer than five minutes. Don't get me wrong. But like, if it's five minutes, I don't think that's the wrong thing. I think the most important thing is just that you're in the Word and you're taking time aside out of your day to be speaking to the Lord. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. Uh, an hour, if you're just feeling it on your heart of like, man, I just want to enter in an hour of Definitely. time in the word every day, do it. Yeah. Uh, or if you're feeling like, man, I'm just struggling so much with uh, living in the desires of the flesh rather than living to obey the spirit, you might need to up your time in the word. Mm-hmm. You might, like, it maybe would help set a timer and go for X amount of time. But like Morgan said, for me, it's just the consistency, even if it's just you know, uh, less, I set my time for seven minutes in the middle of the day. Typically I I maybe will read a little bit right when I wake up or read a little bit right before I go to bed, but there's normally that time midday, um, that, yeah, I just set my timer and sometimes I adjust that and there might be a season where I up it or a season where I lower it. Yes. Yep. How it is. All right. Last question is, Ooh, uh Oh, uh Oh, we got a little criticism going on. <clears throat> so in all fairness, this person wrote this and then she, he or she wrote a couple more saying like, not trying to be, or sorry for being harsh, but nevertheless, this was the, this was the first one. Y'all think, I assume y'all think, you know, more than you actually do. So self-righteous and judgmental, hypocritical. <laughs> Um, I assume you all think you know more than you actually do. I mean, can we even answer this? Because if we say, no, we don't think that, people will be like, this person will be like, mm-hmm, no, you do. <laughs> you guys can be the judge of that. I mean, I feel like we always try to, like, 
we talk about how we're like giving common folk commentary like we're not trying to act like we're super brilliant theologians or we've done so much research on every single topic that we ever talk about like we try to make that very clear we're giving you the common folk commentary commentary for the common man from the common man yeah (laughs) for and from (laughs) Um, but when it comes to the second half of that where i assume you guys are so (laughs) self-righteous judgmental and hypocritical like i'm i'm serious when i say this and it's an out loud prayer of mine that i pray relatively often god let me be a humble man let me be a man that is walking and uh, like don't i don't want to be hypocritical mm-hmm. so if like i'm starting to have these blinders like get me back according to your word get me back according to what pleases you let me not be a man that thinks self-righteously and I'm judgmental and hard on everyone. And then I myself have these huge planks in my own eye. Like I, I desire not to be that. Yeah. I think some people go so far though of like, Oh, I, maybe I've, I know I'm living in sin. I know I'm living with these major things that I are major, uh, sins or errors in my own life. So who am I to ever make a judgment call on someone else's life? And that's not biblical. either yeah that's not biblical either we're let's let's hold ourselves let's pull ourselves up lord help us to walk in righteousness and victory and if we're struggling with something learning how to grow in that and overcome it so and so that we can help other people and help them grow as well so there you go yeah talking about baby you guys comment below let us know your answers to any of those particularly like i said i'm curious with the speaking in tongues one and the there was one other one that I feel like I said, I was like, especially curious to hear their thoughts on. Uh... You guys will remember what it is. It was it was one other one that was like really interesting to me to hear y'all's thoughts. Oh, the reformed or... Yes. Yeah. Where are you guys at in regards to the kind of denominational stuff? Yeah. Love you guys very much. Like I said, we will be uh, saving the last portion of this. The Q&A portion where we're about to go deeper with people in the live chat. We'll be posting that over on Patreon. Become a patron if you are not. Love you. We'll see you again very soon. And don't forget, you all can still use our coupon for Good Ranchers. Paul and Morgan to get $30 off your entire order. Go show them some love. Paul and Morgan. All right. Did I just see memes for Jesus in the live chat? What a what an MVP crew here. Yep, that's them. Uh, what? My my dude Paul too prayed up for the hate. <laughs> That's what you got to do, baby. When you get the hate, make sure you're in prayer so you can combat it with the spirit. Yeah. Guys, love you all. Have hope. <laughs> be free. If you're in the live chat, we'll be right back. As you may have noticed, we get very few brand deals, which is why our patrons, the names you see here, are so important. You guys really are the lifeblood of this ministry. We could not do this without you all. If you believe in this content and you want to partner with us on Patreon, click the link below or just go to patreon.com slash Paul and Morgan Show.